The title of our message this month is No Weapon Will Prosper. That's a prophecy over your life. And that's a statement over your life. No weapon will prosper. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. I'm just reading the one verse. Verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. God says victory is your heritage. Overcoming is your heritage. You are not a loser, you are a winner. You are an overcomer. As a matter of fact, you are more than a conqueror through Jesus. Tell your neighbor who's not saying anything. Maybe you are not saying anything. Marana, I am shouting because I am more than a conqueror. And the Bible says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. That verse in the the uh, uh, what is it? The contemporary Jewish Bible, common Jewish Bible, or what's by CJB Bible. It's a Jewish Bible, but it means no weapon made will prevail against you. In other words, whatever Satan makes, creates, shapes, forms, schemes, plans, it will not prosper. Tell your neighbor you're sitting next to a dangerous person. Yeah. It says no weapon made will prevail against you. Then it says in court you will refute every accusation. It says the servants of Adonai inherit all this. I am looking at the servants of Adonai. Victory is your inheritance. Overcoming is your inheritance. Tell your neighbor who's not saying amen and say, what are you waiting for, neighbor? You are a victorious person. It's your inheritance. One translation reads, this is the new century version. It says, so no weapon that is used against you will defeat you. Satan can bring an AK-47, you won't be defeated. He, 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 he can bring a, what, scud missile, it will not prevail against you. He can come with it tanks, he's not going to win against you. I don't know about you, but I'm looking at more than conquerors here this morning. No weapon that is used against you will defeat you. In other words, sometimes he will use the weapon. Maroxalayo, you will not be defeated. You may, you, may, you may fall down, but you're not going to stay down. Can I hear an amen? You, you, you may be hedged in, but you still have room to breathe. Can I hear an amen? No weapon formed against you will prosper. I will shabba yabba 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 yabba. Sagala mazamba. Then it says you will show that those who speak against you are wrong. These are the good things my servants receive. Listen to what God says. He says, their victory comes from me. Yeah. You, 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 are not, you are not victorious because of your good looks. You are victorious because of Jehovah God. You are not victorious because you are intelligent. You are victorious because of Jehovah God. You are not victorious because you attend Grace Bible Church. You are victorious because you are a child of God. Can I hear it? No weapon formed against you will prosper. That the Bible says that no weapon will prosper suggests that there are weapons that are pointed towards us. We are at war. We are at war, Bazalwan. It's not a game we're playing. We are at war. And you need to come to terms with that reality, Bazalwan. We are at war. Mara, even if we are at war, 
God has already told us how this thing turns out. We are at war. It means, secondly, Satan therefore is our enemy. People are not our problem. Satan may use them, Maroxala, they're not our problem. They may be the mouthpiece of Satan, Mara, they are not our problem. Satan is our enemy. Can I hear an amen? amen? And the word of God has assured us that we are victorious over satanic power. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to read from verse 10. And let me have it in the New American Standard Bible, if you would, please. Let's read together. It says, Finally, my brother and earring, be strong in the Lord. Tell your neighbor, be strong, be strong. In, the in the Lord. Now you were sleeping there. Tell your neighbor, be strong. Be strong. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Just, be Just be strong in the Lord. No, it says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That verse is an amazing verse. It's got what we call a hyperbole. There's too much tautology, too much exaggeration. Words that are the same. It's the word strong, the word power, the word might. Hey, Guru, you are bad, eh? Hey, Guru, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Keep that in mind. It said, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The reason we want to put the armor of God on is not that we should win. It's not that we should lose. It's not we must, that we should run away. You know, there's this song, Akirate, Eru Satanu Peti. That is so Aramescalpsalish, you know, that is so. So, Guru and Afalanja put in your Bambela Lucola, Marbalaka, Kaul and Jalova, Kaubasalana. You know that song. You know, he just says that I'm not going to give up my faith. You know, but the devil. He's gowling me. What's the gowling in English? He's chopping me with an axe. So you are busy being chopped, holding on to your faith. I'm busy chopping you and you're holding on to your faith. Hey, I don't like that song. I'm sorry those who wrote that song. This verse says, put on the whole armor so that you should be able to stand against the walls of the devil. Yeah. I'm not just sheepishly being cut off and being chopped off. I'm offensive. I'm going to stand against the walls of the devil. Verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We are wrestling, Baselot. We are wrestling. I, I, I see some of you, you are like sumo wrestlers. Look at your sumo wrestler. Let's do your sumo wrestler. We are wrestling. We are fighting. We are wrestling. But we are not fighting with people. Who are we fighting? We are fighting against what? Principalities. Against? Against? Rulers of the darkness of this world. And against what? We are fighting now. Note verse 13. Hearing. Therefore or wherefore? 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 Or therefore? Somebody said, anywhere where you see the word therefore, find out what it is there for. Are you getting my drift? Lavata, come on, I'll try this one. Anywhere where you see the word therefore, find out what it is there for. So you can't just start with therefore. Therefore is referring to the verse before us. It says we're wrestling not with flesh and blood, but we're wrestling with principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. For that reason, because you are wrestling, for that reason, Iri, put on take unto you. Somebody say, take unto you. This means it's, a, it's an act that you must take. You, you must be proactive. If you don't put on the whole armor, you're going to be defeated. You've got to do something. You don't just do satan. Hey, no. Put on. As he's trying to attack you, chopping you, Put on the whole armor, not just part of it, not just a section of it. Put on what? Put on what? The whole armor of God, so that you should be able to do what? 
to withstand. We put on the armor to stand against, to win against, to be victorious against, not to RMS capsule get gaulat. We put on the armor to be able to withstand. Note it says to withstand the devil in the evil day. There's a day called the evil day. This is where Satan galvanizes every force of darkness to take you out. This is where everything goes wrong. It's the evil day. Let's tell the truth, Bazalan. Even though Satan attacks us, he doesn't attack us every day. When we sin, it's not the devil all the time. The Bible says sometimes we sin because of our own lusts. So sometimes the problem you are having is you. And when you blame the devil, the devil is a how. It's the first time he hears about it. But there's times when the devil comes against people. We see in the book of Job how Satan singled Job out. And he went to God, he says, this guy doesn't fear you for nothing. The reason he fears you is because you, God, you've blessed him. You've blessed all the work of his hand. You, God, you have built a hedge around him. And because you've built a hedge around him and because you've blessed him, that's why he serves you. He said, take away everything he had, gaula everything, attack him, and see this guy's going to turn his back against you and he's going to curse you. And God said to the devil, listen, I don't deal in death. I'm not the one who takes things away from people. All that job has is in your hands. In other words, I give you permission to bring the evil day on him. But one thing, you don't touch his life. Oh, shabba, yabba, yabba, yabba. So God does give the devil that permission to come and attack you. Yeah, and the devil started attacking Job, took his health. First of all, took his children, took his everything, his sheep, his cattle, took all his wealth, took his health, took everything. And Job, instead of running away, he stands up and he says, you know, and I like the way, Bible, I like where he says, I know my Redeemer liveth. But, but, but the other part is he doesn't know what's going on. So I like to put the two together, you know. I don't know, but I know. I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You, you, you don't know why you're going through what you're going through because you are trusting God, you are praying to God, you are doing everything is right. You don't know what's going on. You don't know when it's going to end. Mara, you know that your Redeemer liveth. I don't know why I told him, but I know that my Redeemer liveth. I don't know why I know my Redeemer liveth. I don't know when is this trial going to come to an end, but I know that my Redeemer liveth. If you know that your Redeemer liveth, give him a shout today. I know my Redeemer liveth. Yeah, there's times when we don't know what's going on. It's the evil day. When you check everything, you're doing everything right. It's not the time to stop going to church. It's not the time to stop reading the Bible. It's not the time to stop worshiping. In fact, if I was due, when I go through the evil day, that's when I'm going to worship God the most. I'll come to the front even if I don't know how to dance and I will manufacture some dance moves. I'll move because I'm not going to allow the evil day to take me down. Can I hear an amen in the house? Some of you, you are here, you dragged yourself to church this morning. You dragged yourself to come here. Things are not going well. You don't understand why everything is falling apart. Even if you don't know, but you know that your Redeemer never. To be able to withstand the devil in the evil day. The evil day is what Jesus told Peter. He says, Peter, the devil has desired to sift you as wheat. Have you ever watched these documentaries, uh, 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 National Geographic? When predators are going for a kill, what, what, what the predator does is to single you out. Yeah. You see this lion, this lioness usually, standing there and the iron lioness is in strategic position. And there's a whole herd of buffaloes or uh, whatever it is. And, and when they start charging, you'll see this lioness passing other buffaloes, ignoring them even if they're here, because that is not my target. My target is that one over there that's limping, 
That's my target. There's time when the devil targets you. But I'm here to tell you, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Oh, he may target you, but you're going to rise again in the name of Jesus. Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. So that in that evil day, you may be able to withstand. Then it says, and having done all. You know what doing all means? You know what doing all means? You know what doing all means? You have to use maximum attack against the devil. Yeah. You've got to retort and, and, and challenge him with everything. Do all. Pray, fast, have prayer partners, go to church, meditate the word, sing, worship, do everything. Mushapeka, everything. You know, I, because of my working schedule, my wife loves, I tell her this, and some of my friends laugh at me. I tell them, I'm so busy, I can't afford to be sick. I'm telling you, but I have no time to be sick. I won't, be, I won't lie to you. I have no time to be sick. It's a waste of time to be in bed sick. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, so there are times when, because I'm working hard, your immune system kind of gets down and you become feverish or fluish. You know what happens when I'm fluish? I use maximum attack on the flu. Yeah. Yeah. I take vitamin C, ginger, med lemon, cura powder, call it. I just spring everything. Vicks vapor up. Vicks Acta plus. Just every quarter, I just pump it. I use maximum attack. You must use maximum attack against the devil. Hit him with everything. Says and it says and withstand and having done all, you got to do all. Some of you, you don't do enough. Some of you, you resist only for one day. You pray only for 30 seconds. He did with everything. You should save me, Basanana. When I want to get, I drink mad lemon first day, second day. You doctors, I know you're overdosing. It's all right, doctors. Leave me alone. Mara, I just want to get healed. And I tell you, I'll put everything in my system. Vitamin C. You, 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 you. I tell you. And then before long, the whole thing is gone. I hit it. Maximum attack. Heaven done all. Tell somebody, heaven done all. Tell your neighbor, heaven done all. He the devil with everything. Do not just be selish. You know? You know, always feeble. Always, you know, apologetic. You know, acting like, you know, you are afraid of the devil. This one says, it says, and to be able to withstand in the evil day. In the evil day, eh, you should still be able to stand. People don't understand why you are attacked so much, but you still go to church. You are attacked so much, but you still wake up and pray in the morning. You are attacked so much, but you still read the Bible. You still give your tithe. You still love Jesus. You still do everything. And they say, why are you wasting your time? I am doing all. But then there's times when you, you serve God because it's the right thing to do. For all the time. Even if the results don't match your commitment to God. I am doing all. I said I am doing all. And having done all to stand. Here is stand. You've done all to stand. You hit him with maximum attack. Here is stand. One translation says, and having fought to a standstill. See, you must be like a bulldog. I say, a bulldog, I will high. Once it grabs hold, it, it, it locks the jaw. You've got to lock your jaw against the wiles of the devil and say, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, somebody, are you here as more than a conqueror? Yeah, I'm looking, I'm doing all. I'm telling you, some of you, you are victorious people, but you are not acting like it. Look at them, your neighbor who has never even said one single amen ever since I started preaching. Look at them. <laughs> and having done all to stand, stand. Somebody say, and having done all to stand, stand. 
Then Paul tells us what we must do. Verse 14. Stand therefore. Stand therefore. And he tells you what will make you to stand. Having your loins get about with truth. There's a way to use truth as a weapon to fight. We'll show you how to do that. Truth is a weapon. It's a powerful weapon. No lie will stand against truth. It's a weapon. Then it says, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is a weapon. Righteousness in the sense of we are in right standing with God. We are God's children and we live a holy life. Mama Lambazama, I'll show you. Holiness is a weapon. In November, I'm going to do a whole sermon. I think the first Sunday, I want to do a whole sermon to show you why it's imperative for us to live in sexual purity. People don't understand the power of that. I'm saying, I'll show you something you didn't know. I'll show you something you didn't know. It's a power. It's a power. Sexual purity is a power that defeats demonic powers. Yeah. That's why, that's why the world, that's why the world, that's why the world system pushes you to compromise yourself in that area. Because it takes away from your spiritual authority. Yeah? You must come first Sunday. First Sunday of November. But you see, righteousness is a weapon. Next thing it says, and, 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 and your feet dressed in the preparation of the gospel of peace. See, when it talks about your feet dressed in the preparation, in other words, you must be active in taking God's word to other places. Your feet must be the feet that take good news. The Bible says, how lovely are the feet of those that bring good news. Don't be somebody whose feet bring bad news. Feet bring criticism. Feet bring division. Feet brings accusation. My goodness, I want my feet to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's something about that. When you busy yourself with the work of God, and when you busy yourself with spreading the good news of Jesus, there's a power there. I said there's a power there. Oh, Jesus. Next verse. And, and, and above all, above all, above all, taking the shield of faith. See, faith, that's why I want the teaching of faith. That's why next year we're going to have Apostle Price come here and do a whole seminar on faith. See, when you understand the subject of faith and you live by faith, faith is a shield. Mamelang, it says take on the shield of faith which is able to quench. How many? How many? I can't hear you. How many? How many? How many? It's able to quench. The word quench means to extinguish. So it means Satan is attacking you and he is throwing these darts that he has put on fire. Calls it fiery darts. They've got fire on them, flames. And he's throwing them at you. But when you know how to live by faith, you just put your faith shield. Instead of the darts lodging on you, they lodge on your shield of faith. Yeah, I told you that you're under attack, but you don't have to be whimperish. You will quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Oh, I'm looking at soldiers. Some of you, you are not acting like you're a soldier. I'm looking at powerful people here today. To quench all the, and no, to quench all. All. Satan hits you with sickness, you quench it. He hits you with poverty, you quench it. He hits you with disease, you quench it. Eh? He hits you with lack, you quench it. He hits you with thrive, you quench it. He hits you with division, you quench it. He, he, he hits you like Job. He hit them, took the children, took his everything, his cattle, took his health. I know my Redeemer living. There's nothing as frustrating to the devil as somebody that he hits from all sides, but the person is just not moving. His focus is on God. I love what Job did. He didn't even get up and complain or anything. He just got up and said, whatever king, I turn my attention on Jesus. I know my Redeemer lives. To quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Satan is wicked. His intention in throwing these darts is to take you out. 
He's wicked. He's not thinking good about you. Satan is not He's wicked. Wicked. There is no good thought the devil has concerning your life. There's not one single good thing Satan has. And if Satan ever offers you something good, it's because he's trying to trap you. Yeah. Satan is a horrible master. You can give him all your life and serve him, but he's going to take your soul away from you. Tell you. Next verse, it says, and take the helmet of salvation. You wear it on your head. Helmet of salvation is, deals with your mind, your thinking. When your mind is renewed by the word of God, it's a weapon. Pastor Ben was talking about imagination last week. Imagination. When you're, when you're thinking, you see, thinking controls being. And if, if your mind is not renewed, if your mind is filled with worldliness, if your mind is bound by worldliness, you can't move on and you can't defeat Satan. As a matter of fact, very often Satan's strategy is to plant a thought in your mind. And you act on that thought and it gets born. That's what I say. Satan's power is to suggest you see something good or just imagine. No, 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 no. It's an imagine. Then he says, imagine, you can steal it. Look, the key is in... You see, he can, he, Satan can't force you to do anything. He can only suggest. Satan never... I said, you know, the devil made me do it. Hey, Trada, the devil never did anything. All he did is just to suggest. You see somebody's wife are... Hey, morning. You see somebody's husband, he's a responsible man. Well, so imagine now, you even play a movie, Hanyan. And you know it's not going to happen, but it's out like that. I know you are, you are surprised what I'm talking about. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. I know. But you see, if you don't wear the helmet of salvation and Deal with your thought life. Evil thoughts can come at the holiest moment of a church service. Untobina, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Abafita my susuru. Hey! Jesus! Wamu to Africa! I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say, I'm an overcomer. <laughs> no, next verse, verse 18. It says, and praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Now, let's move on, Bazala. So we see how we are being told to put on the whole armor of God so that we will be able to stand. All right. Now, note, Bazala, people are not your enemy. Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Say it with me. People are not my enemy. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are really not my enemy. Even if you try, you can never be my enemy. That's powerful. I'm telling you. It's very powerful. See, what Satan does is to make you focus. You know, it's almost like the there's the matadors, am I right? Who fight the, they don't fight them, but they, they what, they, what do they, they, they play with the bulls. They don't play, but they do something. What do they call it? The matador, but what does he do, the matador? Have you ever watched these people who get into the, 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 the ring with the bull and they have a, a red? You see, this is what happens. This is what happens. You see, the mother dog makes the bull focus on the red cloth. And the bull goes after the cloth. When the cloth is controlled by a human being. So, 
So the bull, and, and the problem is that the matador is so good that he get, the bull can, doesn't even get to hit the cloth. When it comes close, he moves it and he hits nothing. So the bull literally wears itself out, chasing after nothing. That's what the, the devil does. He makes you focus on people. You see, some of you, some of you, some of you, that's, that's why your problem is you're, you're focusing on people. See, you are wrestling with flesh and blood. You are, you are going after people. And some of you, you really have. <laughs> when in the meantime, it's the devil who's controlling everything. Paul says, take your eyes off the red cloth. Go after the guy. I would love for the bull one day to the right person. Yeah. People are not a problem. Now, people can be used by Satan. But even in that case, you go after the devil. Not after them. This is why Romans 12 is a powerful verse. And if I could really appeal to you, do your best to do this. Now, it doesn't mean we don't correct people. It doesn't mean we don't rebuke people. It doesn't mean we don't challenge people. No, 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 we do that. But do everything in your power. Romans 12, 18, it says, if it be possible... As much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Live peaceably with all men. The worst translation, Iri, I love it. Iri, don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. Look at your neighbor and say, wait a second, I see beauty in you. No, no, some of you guys don't. She's just saying what I said she must say. Don't, don't, don't look for any phone numbers after this. Stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trada. Look at the neighbor and say, I see beauty in you. No, what it says, it says, don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. Then it says, if you've got it in you, get along with everybody. We only have one enemy. His name is the devil. That's the only enemy, Basalan. And this is why very often things happen in our homes. Instead of going after the matador, we go after the red cloth. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of getting up to pray, that, that verse says, you know, after all the armor, it says praying always. In other words, you put on the armor to wage warfare in prayer. So some of, some of, some of us, things at home are so bad. Yeah. And what you don't realize is there's a matador who's just on you. And because you don't realize and you don't have a revelation that you're not wrestling with flesh and blood. But you're wrestling with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. You are charging on the cloth. And things never get solved. Even today, it's been years, things are not changing. I see somebody changing their tactic today. I said I see somebody changing their tactic today. If I may just take a detour a bit. But this is a wonderful thing about being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in other tongues. That you can learn to pray for your family even if you don't know the specific thing that is out of order. Note, even if you don't know where the problem is, the Holy Spirit in you knows. Are you understanding me? So when you take your family and begin to pray for it, constantly, in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will pray for the exact thing. With time, things will change. I'm telling you. One of the things as a father and as a husband and as a man that I committed to do all these years is to pray for my family. It may not be every day necessarily, but as I pray, I do my best to, and, and I will never forget, way back in the 90s, there are certain prayers that God spoke to me to pray, specific ones over my wife, specific ones over my children. Yeah, specific ones. Specific ones over my own life. And as I've seen over the years, I'm being honest with you, but I can tell you, as far back as 1992, as far back as that, I can see the outcome of those prayers over time. 
And I can almost see as we have gone through different stages of life and different challenges of life, somehow those challenges were already covered before they came. Because you see, Jesus says when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will show you things to come. I tell you, the Holy Spirit knows what's coming your direction. The Holy Spirit knows about the evil day. He already knows Satan's calendar concerning your life. And he is going to cover you even before the devil comes. I'm trying to tell you that your solution came before the problem became a problem. But because you are chasing after the cloth. And you're not pitching your, your level of warfare. To not fight with flesh and blood. God knows about your child who's on drugs. God knows about your cheating husband. God knows about your devious wife. God knows about your unbelieving parents. God knows about your children who are wayward. God knows about you being unemployed. God knows about the sickness and disease that's, that's trying to come against you. And God knew about it before it came. And if you will learn to tune into heaven's frequency. If you will learn to pitch your level of warfare. Instead of blaming your neighbor. It's the devil who's busy doing this. And if you will learn to war and fight in the spirit. And put it in that dimension. Oh, I see somebody changing their tactic in the name of Jesus. I said, I see somebody changing their tactic in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The father of uh, John Austin, Joel Austin, the late, the, 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 the late father of John Austin, Joel Austin, told a very interesting story years ago. Right? I remember him telling the story about his own mother who... Uh, no, no, uh, somebody in the church whose child used to get so sick. And this person would just pray, you know, those nice prayers. God, if you will just be merciful on my child. Oh, God, if it's your will, God. And the thing is, it wasn't God who's making the child sick. So one day this lady comes to him for counseling. And then, you know, there are, it's those years when people were farming, they, they farmed in, in livestock. And this lady used to own pigs, you know, she used to have pigs that she was farming in. So, so when, when this lady came to Joel Austin for help, Joel said, is that how you pray for your child? She said, yeah, I've been praying for weeks, it's not working. Joel thought, God give me wisdom, let me show. Then he said, you know what? Sickness and disease is trespassing in your home. And you're being nice to it. So this lady, like that, you know, she didn't understand what she said. Then he said, you know, he said, what would you do if after you've cleaned the house and it's spotless clean, one of those pigs walks into the house straight from the mud and the pigsty? He says, the woman got angry, says, well, sir, I would, I would go. <laughs> he said, I would kick him and drive him out of there. He says, ma'am, Something worse than a pig has come into your home. And she said, the woman got bad. She stood up, ran to the bedroom, laid hands on the son and said, you devil, come out of my son in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And the son was healed. Yeah. You see, for as long as you don't understand what it is to attack the devil and go after him, you will always go in circles. But I see your tactics changing. I said, I see your tactics changing. Satan is an enemy. Satan is an enemy. What's the definition of an enemy? Number one, an enemy is a person who actively opposes. A person who is actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. That's an enemy. A person who is actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. Satan is opposed to you. He's hostile to you. There is, there is nothing peaceful about him that has to do with you. Yeah. Number two. The Merriam-Webster dictionary 
says an enemy is someone who hates another. Satan hates you. Someone who attacks or tries to harm another. Satan tries to attack you and tries to harm you. Number three, an enemy, this one is interesting, is a person who fosters harmful designs against. To find a way to upset you. Kuri he's skimming, he's designing. Kuri yena kuri wena onto rubeto. Yena onto. An enemy is someone who fosters harmful designs against or engages in antagonistic activities against another. He's against you. But here's the good thing. This is what I like. I close with this. See. This is what T.D. Jake said, and I, I, I love this. That verse we read in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed. Somebody say formed. formed. Say it again. Formed. Say it again. Formed. Say it again. Formed. Say it one more time. Formed. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's formed. Yes. Look at your other neighbor and say, wait a second, neighbor, it's formed. Yes. Yeah. He didn't say no weapon created. Satan forms. In other words, he can only use what is already there. Ah, you're not hearing me. You see, you see, you see, Satan has no creative power. He is a number one copycat. He's no creator. He can only form. That's why the Bible in the book of Corinthians, there is no temptation. In the book of uh, 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 James, there is no temptation that has come to you that is not common to men. Satan cannot create any new attack. In other words, whatever attack you're going through, somebody has been attacked with the same attack. Satan has no, has no creative power. In fact, if Ukashaba Huntley, the way he has attacked you is the same way he attacked you yesterday and year before and three years. It's not new. Mara, your God. He is the creator of the heavens and earth. I said he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is a God of unsearchable wisdom and unsearchable knowledge. Watch, watch. Is the same God who says to you in the book of Corinthians, I have not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the good things that God has prepared for those that love him. In other words, there are things that you haven't seen yet, they have not been imagined yet, they haven't even been dreamt about, and they are your destiny, they are your inheritance, they are your portion. Listen to me. Listen to me. In warfare, if somebody comes out against you with weapons that have been used before, Marawena, you have been creative. You have created a weapon ten times more powerful than the one that he is coming you against. So even if Atakiri bring it on, sucker, because I've got something better than you. I've got something bigger than you, stronger than you. Can I hear an amen? He's busy trying to attack you on feet, running around, actually a weapon. When now you are in a plane, you are hitting him from above. So even if he forms weapons against you, you are much more ahead because you have the creative power of God. The Holy Spirit on the inside of you, he will show you things to come. He will show you how to get out of that trouble. He will make a way of escape. So even if he can bring it on, I am more than a conqueror. But many people, their problem is we war after the flesh. When you go through problems, instead of praying and asking God to give you wisdom, show you what to do, you don't. You're busy fighting people, blaming this one, arguing with people, screaming at people. You allow the devil to get you into fighting and, and, and you allow the devil to get you into strife, into misinformation, and you have bitterness against people. All of this against people. All that you're doing, you're going after the cloth. 
You're going out of the cloth. What you should be doing is to be listening to the Holy Spirit who knows what's going on. And who knows how to show you how to get out. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost and you pray over the area, God's going to give you a strategy about that child who's difficult. God's going to give you a strategy about that husband who's wayward. God's going to give you a strategy about that wife who's not doing well. God's going to give you a strategy about your business that's not succeeding, your school that's not working, your church that's not growing. God's not going to give you a strategy because eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. Note what it says. Neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yea, even the deep things of God. Oh, I see a new strategy coming into your life. I said I see a new strategy coming into your life. I see you putting on the whole armor of God. I see you strengthening, straightening your shoulders and putting on that shield and taking on that sword and getting into prayer and praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the power of God and listening to the directions of God to know how to get out of the problem. No weapon formed against you. Because before the devil formed, God had already created. Let me conclude, Bazalang. My second conclusion. As I continue to conclude. I just want to share very personally, Bazalang. One of the things I've learned as a husband, as a father, as a dad, as a sweetie lover, (laughs) as a pastor as a leader in a church our most dangerous place is when we're on our knees that's why that Ephesians 6 after it tells you about all the armaments it says then praying always You, you, you put on the armor to go and wage warfare in prayer I found out in the secret place, in prayer. That's where God reveals things to you. I found in our church when we've had issues and problems and troublesome people, I found it was in prayer where God showed me how to deal with it. Sometimes God says, leave them alone. It will die a natural death. Sometimes God says, challenge them with this. Sometimes God says, put this strategy on. So I don't fight with people. I just deal with the principles. Deal with the devil. And many people, because they don't learn to pray over what they've got. A lot. We're always lagging behind. Because if you were to take time to pray, sometimes God will warn you about what's coming. I'm telling you, there'll be a signal in your spirit about what's coming. But because you see, sometimes Christian people don't pray as they should. They don't spend time in the secret place. I tell you what's the most powerful place for a Christian is here. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you see in the ministry of Jesus, he prayed so much. Now I thought about it. Jesus, he wasn't just the son of God. He was God the son. Mara, he prayed. There was a time the Bible says he prayed the whole night. Jesus. That's a powerful place. That's why Jesus says men ought always to pray and not faint. That's why Paul said in the book of Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. That's why Ephesians 6, praying always. when we pray and wage warfare in prayer that we bring principalities and powers down and there's times when God will reveal things to you concerning your family your business that when Satan is trying to form something God has already created the solution and by the time he comes you're already ahead of him so too me meets 
But many people are caught napping and caught by surprise. When you can always know even ahead of time. That even if you didn't know, even in the evil day, you'll still be able to stand. Many people don't understand Satan's strategy concerning their lives. Some of it was, and let me be honest with you, some of the things that go wrong in a home. You know, when you are about to fight Kontrum, there are already signs. Thank you for that honest amen. I, I can see it comes out of deep revelation. Shaba yaba yaba yaba. You can almost see when you are going to be fighting. But what do we do? Instead of preempting and being ahead, we play in the devil's hands. We do exactly what we are not supposed to do. But I see a new strategy. I said I see a new strategy. I see the spirit of God leading you and guiding you. As many as are led by the spirit of God. I see you taking the level of your warfare on another level altogether. I see and I speak by the spirit of God. Some of you things that have been stuck in your life. I see you getting unstuck in the name of Jesus. Some of you, I can see you've been going in circles in certain things. Somebody this side. There's been something about your life that has been going in circles, in circles, in circles, in circles. I see God taking you to another level. You are not going to go in circles anymore. And we will walk in the spirit and war in the spirit. Because no weapon formed against us will prosper.